Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. This is God Talk number 18. I'm Pastor Dan, and as you know, hopefully, we've been doing 10-minute talks on different facets of the character of God. There's other things, obviously, to say, but uh, if you just have 10 minutes, I hope these are something that you can watch that will make sense to you. Over the years, I have struggled with the doctrine of the millennium. It was always this big chart. All the events of the second coming, then what happens during the thousand years, and then all the events after the New Jerusalem comes down out of heaven. But what if we're wrong? Will anybody be kept out of heaven just because they got the millennium chart wrong? Take me back, God. That isn't how it's supposed to be. But then I began to think about it all over again, all from the character of God. God hates suffering. God has had to sit back and watch wars and earthquakes and tsunamis and six million Jews killed in Dachau and Auschwitz and Ebola and Haiti and Rwanda in the Cambodia killing fields. I can't stand it when I go to those places. He can't stand it. He never sleeps. It never stops. It never goes away. He never goes on vacation. There it is in front of him, going through his soul. A car accident somewhere every minute. Funerals going on somewhere in the world every minute. And he can't stand it. So once this is all over, we are supposed to be in a world where there will be no more death, no more tears, no more sorrow. But how do we know that will never happen again? Nahum 1.9. The affliction will not arise a second time. Who says so? How do we know there won't be another Satan show up? There was no reason for him to come up the last time. There was a perfect world. Nothing was missing. Nothing was wrong. And it still came up. So how can we be sure it won't happen again? So God has this series of judgments. The first one is now in this world. God won't bring the curtain down on what we call the close of probation until everybody has made a choice based on evidence, based on the truth. It says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11, that people will be saved because they know the truth. They will be lost because they don't love the truth. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 says, We have the knowledge of the glory of God. Jeremiah 9, 23 says, Don't boast in your money, boast in this, that you know God. Under the seven seals and the seven trumpets, the world falls apart. People see what happens when there is no God. Talked about that in the last God talk. At the same time, the three angels' messages are being preached all over the world, on the internet and Facebook and Twitter, and satellites broadcast stadiums are full with people seeking the truth. And maybe God talk a little bit. No more just a few nice ideas about God mixed with some error. It says no lie is in their mouth. And a great multitude makes their choice. They're with God. So that's one group that settles it. They lock in with God. They will never change. They tell God, go find some other people. You don't have to worry about us. We're in. And it says in Romans chapter 3, verses 25 to 26, God wants to be just and the justifier. God shows the whole universe that what he does is totally fair to save these people. Yes, sinners, but they have accepted grace and they're friends of God and they're coming. Then there's a thousand years. We're in heaven. What does it say we are doing? Judging, reigning with God. Nobody knows for sure what that means, but we think it is a time for asking questions. You look around and your mother isn't there. God, 
How did you miss her? She was a saint, God. Go look at the books. And we read the record and we see everything that God did to win her. But underneath there was a side that said no to God. And at the end we have to say to God, looks like you got that one right, God. Somebody else is there who was a terrible person. Hurt you, said terrible things, wild, crazy, parted all the time. How can they be here, God? You know what they did, God? I know. But they changed. Take them out to dinner. And when we're done, it looks like you got that one right too, God. <laughs> and when it's all done, we will say like Daniel 9, chapter 14, the Lord is righteous in all that he does. So now we're safe for eternity. We've settled it. We've locked it in. By choice, we are committed to God forever. Once and for all, God is good. But there's one last group. The universe has decided. The righteous have decided. But the beings in this universe that have not decided yet are the wicked. They slept through the whole thousand years. Somebody asked, God has them all dead. Why wake them up again? When we had our first son, people told us, you got to feed him on a schedule. So every three hours, we would wake him up. It would take two of those three hours to get him back to sleep. Then an hour later, everybody's finally asleep. Go wake him up. Oh, terrible. We told somebody, they said, no, forget about that. Ridiculous. Whenever he's asleep, let him sleep. So why doesn't God let them sleep? Because there are still some questions. Someone says, God, give my grandson another chance. He could never believe God. You never showed up. He could never see you. He could never hear you. Make yourself more obvious, God. I'm sure he'll believe. Or if you could just see heaven, know for sure that it's all real. So God does it. He comes down. Here is the city in the New Jerusalem. Give people one more chance. And what do they do? They organize an army to take the city. Nothing has changed. And then there is the great white throne judgment of Revelation 20. Every being who has ever lived is there. The righteous, the wicked, the angels, the demons, the unfallen beings. Everybody is there. We think God will show a video of some kind. Somehow they will see all the big events in salvation history, the cross and the resurrection, all of it, the nails and the whipping and all of it, as if you were there. There will be no more questions. It will all be clear. It's all there. The angels will bow and worship to God. The righteous are standing in front. They will all bow and worship to God. Then the wicked fought him all those years. Every single one is going to bow. The vote is going to be 108 billion to zero. Every single one bowing down and worshiping God. Then the demons in the back, row by row, begin to bow, worshiping God. And finally at the back, Satan himself. He started it all. First lies about God. And now he has to bow down and admit it. God was right. Jesus was right. He was wrong. You win, I lose. Every being in the whole universe, it says, every knee will bow, Philippians 2, 9 to 11, and every tongue confess, Jesus is Lord. You think what that will mean to God. And that is what keeps the universe safe forever. Nobody's going to lose free choice. But everybody will have chosen once and for all. Every question answered. The last paragraph of the book, Great Controversy, says, One pulse of harmony rings throughout eternity. God is love. God is good. And we live with God 
every second. It's thrilling beyond your best moments here forever. This is God Talk. Come back to us next time. God bless. Thank you.